The opinions expressed by Karen Scott Mims and the guests on this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this podcast platform. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information that's considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risks and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendation appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor whom you have specifically retained to determine if it's suitable for your specific situation. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subjects covered. Investment advisory services are offered through Brookstone Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Harbor Point Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and dependent agents. Income regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Income regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance products and guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Brookstone Capital Management. Most people simply ignore taxation through the four phases of your wealth. Instead of understanding the three tax buckets, you arrive at retirement with a huge 401k in the tax-deferred bucket and ignore the taxable and, most importantly, the tax-free bucket. How can the middle-class millionaire, average Joe and Jane, be so unprepared about how to protect their wealth using tax loopholes like the wealthy one percenters do? Easy. Welcome to the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. This is a show about tax-free wealth. Financial advisors sell rate of return. Annuity salesmen sell what else? Annuities. And part-time tax preparers sell a 1040 to submit on April 15th. But the real goal is to implement strategic tax planning. We invite you to take the journey and explore the path to the 0% tax bracket. It's time to divorce Uncle Sam from your wealth. And now, your host, noted tax attorney and private wealth strategist, Karen Scott Mims, Esquire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, we have an absolutely fabulous show for you today. Our show is entitled, You're Fired. The baggage of being an at-will employee, yep, a W-2 employee. So, with that being said, um, let me remind you, over 74 million people have spoken loudly and clearly. Newsflash to the one person, and I do mean one person on earth, who seems not to have heard them, they have stated with their vote that they value a couple of things, honesty, sanity, science and healthcare. Oops, did I call it healthcare? I meant to say Obamacare. Yes. So, I know you don't think of the President of the United States being an at-will employee, but apparently 74 million people, over 74 million people, have obviously made you realize that yes, that is in fact how it does work. So, With that being said, let me tell you also that Average Joe and Jane also have a dilemma. Jane is worried about downsizing. And so she has asked me two questions. She's like, number one, Karen, should I be thinking about being a small business owner, 1099 employee, right? Kind of same thing. Um, And so her second question is, if not, if I'm going to stay as a W-2 employee, what is it that I need to do between ages 50 and 65 
in order to implement, you know, a, a tax planning strategy. Because after all, Average Joe and I, we have $1.5 million of tax deferred money. Got it. Okay. So with that being said, let me share with you my answers to her. And I kind of first took the idea of being a W-2 employee and I broke it down into three different areas. So I will just talk about what happens just as you earn income, right, prior to the paycheck being issued. Then I'll talk about the issuance of the paycheck and then the anatomy of the 1040, which is after the paycheck has been issued and now we're talking tax time and we're talking 1040. So, okay, earned income. So earned income is what you have when you're a W-2 employee, i.e. salary. Payroll taxes are deducted. Um, so those are going to be Social Security at 6.2% and Medicare at 1.45%. You also are going to have federal income tax withheld, right? And state income tax withheld. Let me not forget that. And then the other thing that, of course, you have to answer is whether or not you want to contribute to the qualified employer plan. In this case, Average Joe and Jane are both federal government employees. So we're talking about contributions to the TSP or thrift savings plan. And, and yes or no. So do you want to contribute? If you're 50 and younger, then you contribute one amount. If you're older than 50, then certainly you get to contribute an additional amount. Okay, so then we have the issuance of the paycheck. And so once the paycheck is issued, you're being issued after tax funds. I want to be clear about that. So at that point, you obviously get to allocate between, you know, basic household expenses, discretionary expenses, you know, church tithes, um, donations to charity, you know, food, dining out, you know, auto, gas, all that kind of stuff, right? If you obviously have a house, you are still going to pay property taxes and if you purchase anything and you're in a state that has sales tax, you are obviously going to pay sales tax. And so let's fast forward for a moment at retirement. And so we get to a point where um, Average Joe and Jane now are seeing the other side of those payroll taxes. They're now claiming their Social Security benefit, right, um, which is, of course, going to be a source of guaranteed income. And um, interestingly enough, if those Social Security benefits are the only type of income that is being shown on the 1040, right, there's not going to be any tax liability, right? They have successfully navigated that 0% tax bracket. Um, that's not the case for most people. And so if average, especially with $1.5 million of tax deferred money, right? So if average Joe and Jane, by the way, keep that money in a tax deferred status in the TSP, or even if they transfer it to a traditional IRA, there are going to be three stages of access for those funds, right? So if they're younger than 59 and a half, they're going to pay the tax and have a 10% penalty. Between 59 and a half and 72, they're going to have voluntary withdrawals, right? They choose whether or not they want to make a withdrawal. No penalty, but still taxation. And then at age 72, they're going to have to make involuntary withdrawals where there is taxation. And quite frankly, if they don't do it on time, there's going to be a 50% penalty, right? Hence the term required in the name required minimum distribution. And then lastly, if Average Joe and Jane have any of those funds or any other assets that they've accumulated at all that they want to leave to beneficiaries, newsflash, you understand, there's going to be federal and state income taxes. If the amount that they have is beyond a certain dollar figure amount, there's going to be an estate tax to pay. 
And if their beneficiary is someone who's not an excluded or exempt person, there's going to be inheritance tax to pay. And yes, indeedy, that is going to be on the exact same amount of funds. Yikes, I caramba. Okay, so with that being said, though, let's take some time and understand the tax legislation under one term Trump. By the way, this is another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor, representative, estate planner, accountant, my favorite role, private wealth and tax strategist. Our show for today is entitled, You're Fired. Okay, so let's talk about the tax legislation, like I said, under one term Trump. So three major pieces of legislation that you've probably heard about, but don't quite know um, some of the nuggets that are contained um, within that are not so readily being talked about. So Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017, yep, clearly designed to benefit the wealthy 1%, but I dare say to you, there are some nuggets in there for small business owners and real estate investors that we look at tax returns and we are seeing that you are not taking advantage of these, right? Um, W-2 employee, once you enter, obviously, the personal side of the 1040, i.e. the federal tax return, let's talk about some of the things that have been taken away from you. First of all, exemptions were eliminated, so don't have the opportunity to use an exemption to shelter income anymore. The right to decide between a standard deduction and itemizing was essentially taking away, right? Because the standard um, deduction was doubled. You only obviously get to itemize if you are higher. Your itemized expenses are higher than the standard deduction. They've implemented the SALT deduction, meaning that no matter how much you pay in reality, in real money, no matter how much you pay in tax dollars, whether through real estate taxes or state income taxes, you are capped at using them on um, the Schedule A at $10,000, right? It's yet another way to force you into using that standard deduction. And then, of course, what's the effect on charitable contributions? Well, since most people only understand checkbook philanthropy, correction, let me say most people in the other 99% only understand checkbook philanthropy, right? It's basically taking away the benefit of donating to charity that may not have been your primary purpose. I can guarantee you that it was surely though a factor and something that you no longer have. And so one of the things that we're doing, right, we're going to have a whole entire podcast um, devoted to philanthropic and charitable giving, right? So there are much better ways to do it other than checkbook philanthropy. But anyway, okay. So that's the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. The SECURE Act, the entire purpose was to eliminate your ability to pass on tax deferred funds to the next generation through tax planning to minimize or eliminate uh, the tax burden. Complete purpose of that SECURE Act, right, if you ask me. And so again, specifically targeted at the other 99%. And the reason I say that is because the wealthy 1%, they do not typically walk around with large amounts of tax deferred money. Why? Oh my goodness gracious, the answer is simple. Because there's the much better option of tax-free money. And trust me, they all day long understand that, right? Okay. So let me though kind of explain to you this whole idea of the effect of the SECURE Act. And by the way, if you have any questions whatsoever, my name is Karen Scott Mims, affectionately known as your tax ESQ. Of course, my number is 866 
621-6660. Again, that number is 866-621-6660. By the way, I certainly have lots of information that I send out um, on, in our weekly emails, our monthly emails, and uh, be sure to look at the description um, and sign up for our email list, okay? Um, the description that's in the bottom. Okay, so let's talk about for a minute about that SECURE Act. And so let's say that Average Joe and Jane, as they do, have $1.5 million of tax-deferred money. Example number one, what if they had a beneficiary that made $120,000 in wages? Well, it is it is painful to say to have that beneficiary pay 39.6% in federal income tax on that money that they've inherited. What if average Joe and Jane, their son is a doctor? He already has a salary of $450,000. It is even more painful to imagine that the vast majority of that, because he also lives in California where there's a 13% tax, yikes, I caramba, 53% tax rate. Okay. So bottom line, right, if you have high earning successful children or grandchildren, I would urge you that we do something a little different and that we implement a tax plan in which we can take that tax deferred money, um, which is obviously causing horrible tax consequences to the beneficiary and to you, and let's make it tax free money. Okay, the system, once again, an entire system of which tax deferred money is designed to favor the IRS, not you or the actual beneficiary. And then third thing, the CARES Act designed and created as a result of the pandemic. I can suffice to say that there are some really interesting nuggets that are contained in that CARES Act, especially if you are a real estate investor or a small business owner, probably not talked about. Okay, I guarantee you they're not being talked about, but we'll be happy, right, to kind of share them with you and tell you how you can benefit um, from them. Again, our number is 866-621-6660 if you're ready to sit down and have a 15-minute tax strategy session. So CARES Act, $1,200, one-time check of $1,200 to individuals, right? If you had AGI below a certain amount, compare that to the billions of dollars that were handed out without needing to be repaid by uh, large corporations. And so again, let's get back to um, average Joe and Jane because they have this dilemma. Jane is asking me about whether or not she should consider being a small business owner. And I say yes all day long, right? Um, and I distinguish between the word true small business owner to distinguish between the corporations that claimed that status took billions of dollars in PPP funds while individuals only received $1,200. Was that their fault? Well, I, I think it was the fault, obviously, of the government, the way that it's set up, the administration, and most of all the banks, because they give preferential treatment to their favorite large corporate clients, as opposed to, um, you know, their small business owners who it was really designed to benefit. But with that being said, let me say this. One term Trump, um, I will say to you that certainly there were a couple of different things that he has hidden, right? Um, not just in China, but um, but also in, in these three pieces of legislation, right? And so I don't know. I kind of think the best thing you could do is to really kind of sit down and uh, let's work together to create, design, and implement a tax strategy that will allow you to take advantage legally, ethically, and morally to create tax-free wealth and to take your rightful place in that 0% tax bracket. So if you're a W-2 employee, 
here's my advice. Wake up and realize that in reality, you are running My Wealth LLC. The faster that you can change your mindset just about how you look at your wealth, we too can sit down for you and create, design, and implement a tax strategy that is going to, once again, legally, ethically, and morally create tax-free wealth, but most of all, allow you to take your rightful place in that 0% tax bracket, apparently along with one-term Trump. Okay, so in our last few minutes, I'm going to point out something to you that I think that you already know. There are huge advantages as a business owner. There are huge advantages as a real estate investor. That is how the tax code is written. Neither of which is available or available at the same level to a W-2 employee. So it is for that reason, in all honesty, I will say, and I've explained this to Average Joe and Jane. If Average Joe and Jane, as a small business owner, want to shelter 50, 80, 90, or even 100% of their business income from taxation, it is entirely legally, ethically, and morally possible to do so. The fact that small business owners continue to operate their business without effectively using the tax code that is hiding in plain sight is a factor of what? Is it a factor of not understanding the tax code? Um, Yeah, okay, you might say that, but I'm going to disagree with you because if you need heart surgery and you want heart surgery, I don't think you necessarily want to um, like be able to understand how to do the heart surgery yourself. I don't think you need to understand the instruments that are being used. I think you want someone who obviously has the expertise that can successfully perform the heart surgery. And so I say to you, I don't think that you necessarily need to understand the tax code. I think you need to have someone who has the expertise because quite frankly, you have neither the time, the will, the skill, or the expertise to do so by yourself and on your own. Now, in our last few minutes, I'll say this. One-term Trump is a business owner. Tax policy that he implemented during his one term It was based on him being a business owner, right? So as of now, all those tax strategies and the legislation that I described above, they have been quietly incorporated into the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the SECURE Act, and the CARES Act. They are there, but they are not being widely talked about because I would dare say to you, the bookkeeper or the average tax preparer, quite frankly, they don't understand them. And quite frankly, that's not their job. You hired them to be a bookkeeper. You hired them to prepare taxes. You did not hire them to design, implement, create tax strategy. So here's the deal. I would say as a small business owner, the best thing that you can do, it's like, let's figure out how to design, create, and implement that tax efficient retirement plan. So at the beginning of the show, I said, Average Joe and Jane, they had a decision to make, right? Are they going to remain W-2 employees or are they going to become small business owners? Well, yeah, I've said is that when you have a, as a small business owner, the tax code, right, is designed to favor business owners and real estate investors. As a reminder, um, you know, we always say to our clients, Let's have investment real estate as an asset, right, when we're designing portfolios, quite frankly. It's a reliable income source. It has tax benefits that allow you to access the tax code in a manner that is absolutely wonderful that you are not going to have as a W-2 employee. 
And I will say to you, one of the reasons why I started this podcast is because I wanted to educate, enlighten, and empower people about tax-free wealth in particular so they could stop missing all of the benefits that were out there in plain sight in the tax code, quite frankly, for two classes of people, um, small business owners and uh, real estate investors. As a matter of fact, it is officially year-end tax planning season, and so a lot of the educational programs and the, uh, the newsletters, the webinars that we're going to be doing for the rest of the year, even some of the podcasts, we're quite frankly going to be focusing on what as a small business owner and as a real estate investor, quite frankly, that you need to be doing to, as I said, have tax-free wealth, but take your rightful place in that 0% tax bracket. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay, so you've been listening to another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I'm your host, Karen Scott Mims, affectionately known as your tax ESQ. Of course, we started this out with asking some questions, but I dare say that for the majority of you standing out there, you are paying too much in taxes. You are a severely overtaxed investor, much like average Joe and Jane, middle-class millionaires, but not quite understanding this concept of zero is my hero, or I should say more effectively, how to get there. Because when I say zero is my hero, I'm talking about a 0% income tax, 0% capital gains tax, 0% estate tax, 0% capital gains tax, and 0% excise tax. It is the whole idea of zero is my hero. Well, I can't believe we're out of time. Golly Wally, where does the time go? So I'll say this. If it's time for you to sit down and have a 15-minute tax strategy session, I'd be more than happy to do that. My number, of course, is 866-621-6660. I would say to you that it is time that you made up your mind, made some decisions as to whether or not you are going to continue to remain as the absurdly overtaxed investor, whether you're going to remain as a W-2 employee or whether or not you're going to step over here into the land of small business owner, the land of real estate investors. And oh my goodness gracious, if that sounds like um, something that you'd like to do, again, 866-621-6660. Our show for today has been entitled, You're Fired. Um, and so again, I will just remind you, over 74 million people have spoken loudly and clearly. News flash to the one person on earth who seems not to have heard this. Yes, by their vote, they said they value honesty, sanity, science, and healthcare. Oh my goodness, did I make a mistake again and call it healthcare? I meant to say Obamacare. Okay. So with that being said, thank you so much for joining us today. Barbara, if you've joined us, get back to work. This concludes another episode of the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. Get ready to create tax-free wealth and start on the path to the 0% tax bracket. To receive your Tax Smart Tax Zero toolkit, you can reach us by telephone at 866-621-6660 or text the word TAX to 301-900-5758 or send an email to tax at taxmarttaxzero.com. Want to attend our virtual seminar, Guide to Tax Minimization, Estate Planning, and Passive Real Estate Income? 
text the word SEMINAR to 301-900-5758. Send an email to seminar at taxmarttaxzero.com and we'll register you and also keep you updated of all future virtual seminar dates and times. Don't forget to visit taxmarttaxzero.com and on our YouTube channel. There, you can like us and subscribe to learn more about our tax study group, Zero is My Hero, or attend our upcoming webinars. Follow us on Facebook, and as always, sign up for our monthly tax newsletter and divorce Uncle Sam as the primary beneficiary of your wealth. Join us next week for another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. 